talk radio for Catholic life. Powered by you. Listener supported. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Spring Pledge Drive. Give hope. That's right. Welcome to our Spring Pledge Drive. We're so excited to have you with us on the K.O. Clark Show on Relevant Radio today. The tunes are different. I know, it's Pledge Drive. But guess what? The listener number is still the same. You can call 888-914-9149. You're going to have to keep a couple of phone numbers distinct in your mind. You might want to program them into your phone so you could just speed dial us. 888-914-9149 is the number to call. Toll free to talk to me, and I'm so excited to be able to do that. You can also email the program, Kale, C-A-L-E, at Relevant Radio. Dot com And you can follow me on Twitter at Kale Clark, C-A-L-E Clark with an E, at Kale Clark. And the show account is, of course, at Kale Clark Show. Well, we only do this four times a year. Other organizations will do it all year long, every day, every week, every month, all year. We only do it four times a year. It's our spring pledge drive. We want to focus on delivering great content to you, and we will still do that every episode of the Kale Clark Show this week. We're going to talk about, in just a few minutes, time anxiety. Is it too late? A lot of people think that it is too late to do things that they've always wanted to do with their lives. Is it too late to become a saint? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You just have to make yourself available. God can do a lot of great things in us and through us. But it's a specific kind of anxiety that a lot of people suffer from, and maybe you do as well. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Also coming up later in the program, we're going to have some testimonies from the Walk to Mary, which happened on Saturday. It was an incredible event, record crowds, over 5,000 people, well over 5,000 people showed up for the 21-mile Walk to Mary, the Shrine of our Lady of Champion in Wisconsin, incredible event on the Friday night, the Family Rosary Across America, uh, sold out crowd, sold out over a month in advance. It was something else. So all of that is coming up later in the program. But I wanted to share something with you just off the top that was really uh, that really caught my eye. It's from the Angelus publication, which comes out of the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. It was written by Archbishop Jose Gomez. Now, Archbishop Gomez is a great friend of Relevant Radio. He serves on our Episcopal board. And he had a really, really interesting take on Marian spirituality during this Easter season, during this month of May. And of course, May is dedicated to Our Lady. And he points out that one of the great mysteries in the gospel is what's not there. One of the things that's not there is that in, 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 in neither of the, uh, that's probably the wrong word to use, but in none of the four Gospels, that's better, none of the Gospels tell us about the meeting, which had to have happened, in my view, between Our Lady and Our Lord following the resurrection. Just think about it. When we look at the, the Easter readings, we look at the liturgies uh, during this Easter season, we see our Lord, of course, encountering Mary Magdalene, and she's known as the Apostle to the Apostles, because when she said, hey, he's risen, they didn't believe it for various reasons, but we talked about how Jesus appeared to the Apostles, uh, they're locked in the upper room, they're terrified, he appears to them and says, fear not. And then he reveals himself, of course, on the road to Emmaus to these two downhearted disciples, uh, Clopas and a companion, Maybe Mary of Clopas, Mary's wife, we're not quite sure. And then all the great resurrection appearances of Jesus after Easter, and we talked about that a lot on the Faith Explained program during our Easter Evidence series. One of the great, great things that Archbishop Gomez mentions is that more than 500 people encountered the risen Christ prior to his ascension at one time. It's not a hallucination. A lot of people want to say that it was a mass hallucination. There's no such thing as a group hallucination. There's nothing in the medical literature. You can't share a hallucination with someone else. And so no such thing. He was real. He was corporal. He could be encountered. He could be touched. But Archbishop Gomez says there is no record, in the Gospels at least, of an Easter encounter between Jesus and his mother, even though she was with him at the foot of the cross, along with St. John and, of course, Mary Magdalene, but the scriptures are silent. And then he talked about this tradition in the Filipino community, and this is interesting. If you're a Filipino descent, a Filipino background, 
you got to call in. If you've seen this before, I want to hear about this. Give us a call, 888-914-914. It's toll-free listener line on the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. I had never heard of this devotion before, uh, even though my wife is Filipina. She, she was born in North America, but her parents are from Manila. And she said she's never heard of this before. So maybe it's kind of a regional thing. But Archbishop Gomez says, quote, Our Filipino brothers and sisters have a beautiful, popular devotion that they call Salubong. And that's spelled S-A-L-U-B-O-N-G, Salubong. Now, maybe I'm not pronouncing that right, but... And that really means the encounter, the encounter. And what they do is on Easter Sunday morning, before dawn, they gather, relive what they imagine the meeting was like between the risen Jesus and his blessed mother on Easter morning. So what happens is the women come from one direction, and they're carrying a statue of Mary, and that statue of Mary is covered in a black veil, symbolizing her, her mourning. Even though, of course, she, she had faith that her son would rise again. She knew that he would. And from the opposite direction, the men come carrying a statue of the risen Christ. And so the two processions meet in front of the church, and then a child who is dressed like an angel removes Mary's veil of mourning, and the people enter the church and celebrate Easter Mass. That, that is a beautiful beautiful tradition. I'd never heard of that before, but if you have, I'd love to hear about this. That just sounds so lovely. I don't know if it's widespread uh, in the United States or not, but love to hear about it. 888-914-9149. Now, a lot of, uh, even though we don't have uh, a record in the Gospels of this definitive meeting uh, between Our Lady and Our Lord after the resurrection, a lot of saints, a lot of mystics have reflected upon it. And Archbishop Gomez talked about a 14th century work, and it's called Meditations on the Life of Christ. And it kind of imagines Jesus and Mary, when they meet each other after the resurrection, apparently according to this, they, they just, and again, this isn't necessarily historical, but it's imagining what it might have been like. Jesus and Mary just fall to their knees and they embrace one another. They arise with tears of joy. She presses her face to his. She holds on tight, falling into his arms as he eagerly supports her. Later, they spend some time together. They're talking, and, and she kind of looks at his wounds. She sees his face. She sees the wounds in his hands, his, the, the spear uh, wound in his side. And his mother rejoices, saying, Blessed be your father who returned you to me. And Archbishop Gomez says, quote, what makes the scene so moving is how realistic it is, because Mary is a mother who watched her son die. We can imagine her emotions as she finds out now that he is alive. And he says it kind of reminds him of that account in Luke's gospel where Jesus runs into this funeral procession, and it's, it's this um, widow of, of Nain, and this is a, a town in, in, in Israel and this woman, who was a widow, has now lost her only son. He has died. He's young. He was going to take care of her. And he's on the way to his grave. And the funeral procession is going on. And Jesus is moved with compassion. He simply touches the casket. And all of a sudden, the young man just <laughs> bolts up. He just sits up. He's alive. He starts talking. And the crowd, of course, is just amazed by this. And the evangelist says that Jesus gives him back to his mother. And Archbishop Gomez says, well, on that first Easter morning, Jesus gave himself back to his mother, back from the dead. But even before that, even before that, Jesus gives himself back to his mother on Easter morning. But before that, when he was on the cross, he gives his mother to us, saying, behold your mother. And, and that's just a, a beautiful, beautiful juxtaposition there, a beautiful reflection by Archbishop Gomez that on the cross, Jesus gives his mother to us, and then after the resurrection, he gives himself back to his mother. It's just so beautiful. And he kind of closes off by saying that, hey, Mary is our mother. She's the mother of all of us who believe in the resurrection of her son, who trust in his promises, who love him, follow his path for our lives. And he, and he Spend some time on this sentence in the gospel, and the mother of Jesus was there. That, that comes up a lot. The wedding feast at Cana in Galilee, 
And we really want to uh, continue to pray for Maggie, <laughs> Maggie Greshel, no longer Maggie Greshel. She's married to Joe now. They got married on, on this Saturday, the same day as the walk to Mary, a year after they met. She's now Maggie Carosa. And uh, they met on the walk to Mary, and now she got married one year later, also on this past Saturday. So they're on their honeymoon now. We've got to pray for them. And the mother of Jesus was at that wedding feast in Cana of Galilee. And that's what it says in John's Gospel. And Archbishop Gomez says, this is a really beautiful truth. Wherever Jesus is, his mother is not far from him. She was there at his conception, obviously his birth. She presented him in the temple, helped him grow from childhood to adulthood to manhood in those hidden years in Nazareth. And she was there at that wedding in Cana where he begins his public ministry, turns water into wine. While he's preaching, she's she's not she's not putting herself to the forefront. She she's hanging in the back. She's kind of, she kind of grows silent, if you will. Uh, think about those quote unquote silent years of Jesus as he's growing up. And those years, of course, are full of a lot of light for us as he's sanctifying his work and, and his community, his family life. And she kind of kind of stood back. She was very silent during his public ministry, but then she's there at the foot of the cross where, where it really counts. She comes and she is there for him. She's there at the birth of the church, the upper room in Jerusalem. And that's going to be something we're going to celebrate later this month, the Feast of Pentecost, as the church is born, if you will, uh, during that feast. We're going to be talking about this a lot more on the Faith Explained program. We're going to be doing a series on the Holy Spirit, the great unknown, leading up to Pentecost. You're not going to want to miss that. And St. John Paul II says, wherever Mary is, her son cannot fail to be. And so we've got to keep that in mind. St. Jose Maria said, we go to Jesus and we return to him through Mary. Beautiful. And that's why Archbishop Gomez says, in this month of May, in this month of Mary, let us ask her to be a mother to us, to bring us back to her son so that we might love him more deeply and live more faithfully this new life that he gives us by his resurrection. You are listening to The Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. And right now, got a word for you from Father Rocky. Hi, this is Father Rocky, and I want to thank you for listening to Relevant Radio. Welcome to our Give Hope Spring Pledge Drive. This is a reminder that Relevant Radio is listener-supported. That's you. So we're unable to bring you the Patrick Madrid Show or the Drew Mariani Show or even the Family Rosary Across America without your financial support. We do need your help. Today only, for a gift of $20 a month, our special thank you gift is a Relevant Radio Divine Mercy Carrier. This velvet pouch is printed with the Divine Mercy image with a quote from St. Faustina's diary on the back. You can hang it on a bedpost or a doorknob and it can hold your book of prayers or a similar size small book. Take a look for yourself at relevantradio.com or on the app. It's only available today and it's yours for a gift of $20 a month to Relevant Radio. And we have a dollar for dollar match this hour. So give online now on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. That's right. This is Kale Clark, and I'm going to be joined by Timory in just a moment. It's the first day of our pledge drive here on Relevant Radio for the spring. The theme is Give Hope, and we're hoping that you will help us to do just that. Give hope to millions all across the United States and all over the world through the Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com. And that's where you're going to want to go right now to make your pledge. It's a partnership challenge hour for this hour. Every dollar that you give is matched 100%. As Father Rocky likes to say, we don't do this all year. We only do this four times a year because we know that you're going to come through for us. Our listeners always do because we're a team. We can't do these programs without you. We can't do the Kale Clark Show. We can't do Trending with Timory. We can't do the Family Rosary Across America or any other of our great shows that we have here on the network without you. So that's why we need you to call right now, 877-291-0123. But it's even faster if you go online, the Relevant Radio app and relevantradio.com. And when you do that, we're going to send you a special gift as well. It's an MP3 talk by Monsignor James Shea. It's about Mary. It's perfect for this month of May. It's called Our Lady, Our Hope. So help us to give that hope to others right now, 877-291-0123, Timory. Kale, it's so wonderful to join you. We've had 32 people step out 
this hour saying I will give and support the Kale Clark Show here on Relevant Radio. And a shout out to some people who are receiving this one day only gift of the Divine Mercy Blessing Pouch. Diane, Andre, Barbara, and Angela will all receive that Divine Mercy gift as they've come in at that $240 mark. That's $20 per month. And we have a first time giver from one of our new stations in Michigan. Angela's given to support the Kale Clark Show today on Relevant Radio. Thank you, Angela. It's amazing. And hey, that's that's where you used to live, uh, Timory. Now you're back in the Golden State. And I'll tell you what, wherever you may be across the United States of America, we really appreciate you calling in. We have to raise $3 million this week. Now, that might seem like a lot, but maybe some of you out there can give a large gift. Maybe someone can give $1.5 million and then we're done because it'll be matched 100%. That's what's uh, <laughs> happening this hour. It's a partnership challenge. And really, this is your chance to uh, give us a vote of confidence. If these shows have been helpful to you and your spiritual life, helped you to grow closer to Christ, we want you to be able to share in this ministry with us. And God loves a cheerful giver, and we know that he's going to be, he can't be outdone in generosity. So why don't you pick up the phone and call right now? Triple, oh, I almost gave out the listener line. It's going to be a problem for a couple minutes. <laughs> is the number you, you can Tim give. Marie. And give now to give hope to the Kale Clark Show here on Relevant Radio. You saved me there, Tim Marie. You can save us by calling that number now or going to RelevantRadio.com. This is The Kale Clark Show, giving you the confidence you need to bring the faith into everyday life. Hey, welcome back to the program. I tell you, these Pledge Drive hours go really, really fast. They're also a lot of fun. My thanks to Tamri for joining me just a few moments ago, and she'll be back in a few minutes. But we've got some phone calls right now. And again, the listener line is still active. Even though it's Pledge Drive Week, you can still call 888-914-9149. Program that into your phone, 888-914-9149. I shared a a really interesting reflection from Archbishop Jose Gomez of Los Angeles, and he talked about this Filipino tradition called Salubong, the encounter, which is a really, really beautiful uh, ceremony that happens at least in some Filipino communities, on Easter Sunday morning. Before dawn, they kind of relive and act out the meeting of Jesus and his mother after the resurrection. We're going to go to the phones right now. Some more intel on this, maybe. Father Tito is calling from Chicago. Hi, Father. How are you doing, Kale? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Do you, do you know more about the? I'm sure you know more about this than me. Well, I'm not Filipino, but I've been with Filipinos in our ministry for many years, so they taught me this beautiful tradition although I don't appreciate getting up at 5 a.m. when we get to bed at 2 a.m. from the Easter Vigil. But it's so delightful, it's joyful. Uh, our, most of the churches in Chicago, they will go into the church, the two statues with the groups of men and women separated, and one of our angel, one of our children dresses as an angel, climbs the choir loft and is waiting for us, and then she drops a cord and that picks up the black veil very dramatically uh, oh. and removes it from Mary, and then other children are dressed as angels on little steps leading up to the balcony, and they sing Regina Chaley in Latin, and it's just a great joyful beginning of the whole Easter celebration. So it's a, it's a, a real delight, and I hope people have a chance to experience it. Yeah, it, it just sounds amazing. Yeah, early in the morning, but, but well worth it for sure. And hey, if Jesus rose from the dead, we can surely get out of bed at least uh, on one day of the year and and, and just get there and, and if you if there's a chance to experience this this sounds uh, unbelievable hey father tito happy easter to you i know it, we can still say that we're still in the easter season and uh, i appreciate you calling in with with that uh, with that information god bless you take care all right that was father tito in chicago now let's go out to the west coast let's go to rosemary in san diego hi rosemary oh hi kale happy easter Happy and Easter. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for mentioning the Salubong. Just coincidentally, last night, praying the rosary with Father Rocky on the third mystery, there was a beautiful picture of a Salubong from oh, really? a parish that my, hus- that my husband and I know very well, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Mm. Uh, and uh, it was just beautiful, all the girls dressed in white, and Our Lady's statue, beautiful statue of Our Lady, and she had the white veil on. And then over on the side was the beautiful statue of the resurrected Lord. And thank you for sharing that and telling us about the tradition, because we didn't know what it was, even though we live here and we have a very large Filipino population. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, and, and this was news to me as well. This is the first I'd heard of it in uh, Archbishop Gomez's uh, uh, beautiful essay that he wrote on the Angelus uh, website. And so I, I just thought I'd throw it out there to see if anybody had seen this or heard of it. And obviously that was the case. And uh, it certainly is quite beautiful and um, and just makes us think of the, the inexpressible joy that must have took place that definitive meeting after the resurrection, Jesus alive forevermore, meeting his blessed mother. Rosemary in San Diego, thank you so much for calling. Let's go now to, let's got to stay in California. Now let's go to Encintas. Uh, Did I, I, I butchered that, didn't I? Encintas, California. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> John is on the line. Hi, John. Hi, uh, Hale. I really enjoyed listening to you. I called in before and you accused me of being a rapper when you asked me how I was and I said I've been better and I've been worse, I've been a blessing and I've been a curse. <laughs> but I write meditations on the Blessed Mother, and uh, okay. one of my meditations, uh, I'll do two quick, quick things. One is this meditation that our Almighty Father chose his ideal student, Mary, and mm. she alone kept perfect attendance, even <laughs> to the Father's final class, the mm. crucifixion. Wow. So when Jesus hung on the cross and looked down at his mother and said, Woman, behold your son, then turned to our beloved John, and he said, Son, behold your mother. We don't know what John experienced at that moment, and oh. we do know what Elizabeth experienced. We know what John the Baptist, he, he left in his mother's womb. She yeah. cried out, Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? I imagine, like St. Augustine says, Cor ad cor loquitur, heart to heart speaketh. I believe that uh, that St. John emailed Mother Mary with his heart, and he cried out, Mary, my mother, which is a poem I wrote, and sometime I'd like to share it with you. It's very short. Oh, well, how, how short are we talking here? Can you do it in under very two short. minutes? Here it is. Okay, go yeah. for it. Go for it. Mary, my mother, mystical rose, flower, God chose, his son's repose. You held him first in your precious womb. You cared and you watched over the bloom. And finally, beneath the cross is gloom. Oh, Mother, most fair, you are always there. And you now we place our care into your tender heart. Our pledge is to become part. To you we pray in part. The Master's loving art. Amen. Mm, wow. Johnny, you've really got a talent. I tell you. I tell you. I, I don't know whether you're... Futures in Catholic rap or poetry, but but I, I like it. I like it very much. And what what you said earlier made me think. Uh, I I'd never really thought of this before, but when you mentioned that our, when Our Lady uh, carrying our Lord, of course, in her womb, went to visit Elizabeth and John the Baptist, leaped for joy in the presence not only of our Lord but uh, of his mother as well. Just thinking about that and thinking about when Jesus said, "Son, here is your mother at the foot of the cross." Maybe you know, in spite of the the, the tragedy. And this is one thing G.K. Chesterton used to, used to talk about. Don't forget about the joy of Jesus on the cross, too. The joy of knowing that he was redeeming the world. How maybe John's heart would have leapt within him when he, when he heard that word, Son, here's your mother. I mean, in spite of everything that was going on, uh, great spiritual joy there. And it's something that all of us can celebrate. Thank you so much, John in California. Appreciate all of you listening to The Kale Clark Show and your great support for Relevant Radio through all the years. We couldn't do it without you. And we're so glad that you're listening to us during this Give Hope Pledge Drive campaign. Hang tight. Be right there. Hey, this is Kale Clark. I'm going to be joined by Timory once again in just a moment, reminding you, you've got to pick up the phone and call 877-291-0123 and call and say, yes, I'd like to support Relevant Radio, The Kale Clark Show, The Faith Explained Program, Trending with Timory, The Patrick Madrid Show, The Drew Mariani Show, The Inner Life, Father Simon Says, so many more. And this lineup is here for you every day. And now it's your chance to be here for us by going to relevantradio.com, the relevant radio app. That's a good thing to do if you're going to make a pledge. Do it now. Do it the first day. Uh, that'll help us to breathe a little easier because every dollar that you give is matched 100% dollar for dollar. It's a partnership challenge hour. 
And hey, if we're off to a good start, we can, you know, not that we have to, you know, ease up or anything like that, but uh, that'll give us more confidence that we can make it through uh, to the end of the week. And just for today, when they're gone, they're gone. You know how much the Divine Mercy Chaplet means to us every day at 3 p.m. on Drew's show. We pray this together, and we have a, a beautiful gift to give you if you come in at that $20 a month level. $240 for the year. It's a Divine Mercy Blessings pouch. And you can go to the website, the app, and see all the premiums if you come in at different giving levels, what you can receive as a gift in return. And I really love this. And Timory, I don't know, maybe you would use this because I don't know if you wear a chapel veil, but you could stick one of those in there. And there's a little diagram, all the things you can do with this. I love it. You can put prayer cards in. My daughter, Michaela, is collecting prayer cards. Like, I used to collect baseball cards when I was a kid. You can stick them all in there. You can put your rosary in there, your phone. There's no end to the possibilities. <laughs> I, I can totally see. I, I say this because I know our Filipino community loves so many of our Catholic objects. Mm. And you were talking about the Filipino celebration of Our Lady. And I know they would love to put this in their Divine Mercy bag and this is the perfect opportunity to put your phone in there again put your chapel veil whatever it might be that you take uh to mass with you or even just out and about to have it's actually a beautiful decoration as it well that you can hang it too so all you have to do is give 20 dollars per month that's 240 dollars for the year the way to give is easy online relevantradio.com it's no extra work on our end you can give your gift now less people are involved or if you want to call we'd love to talk to you we love to receive your prayer request numbers one eight seven seven. 291-0123. And Kale, I have some exciting news. Anne just gave us $1,200 to support wow, the Kale Clark Anne, Show. God bless and you. Sal, $600 from California to the Kale Clark Show. Wow. And those gifts are doubled because of a generous donor who's supporting us for this hour. So take advantage of this fact. 877-291-0123. We so appreciate you guys. God bless you. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. Give hope right now. Listener supported. Yeah. Bringing Christ to the world through the media. This is the Relevant Radio Spring Pledge Drive. Give hope. By the way, there was producer Jim who said, yeah. You have no idea how much he charged Relevant uh, for his voice imprint there. But anyways, we're going to make it all back in the pledge drive. 888-914-9149. That is the listener line. A lot of phone numbers being handed out. The pledge drive line is a different one. 877-291-0123. Okay, so remember, the listener line is 888-914-9149. Stays the same. I want to share with you a really interesting piece I read over the weekend from Ness Labs. Now, Ness Labs, they talk about productivity strategies so that you can be creative, uh, mindful at work without sacrificing your mental health. That sounds pretty good. And it's not necessarily coming from a spiritual point of view, but I think there's some ways that we can apply this stuff. And this is all about time anxiety, which apparently a lot of people suffer from. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, I don't know. But Franklin D. Roosevelt, FDR, obviously famous president during the wartime years, he said this, quote, this applies to women as well, but he says, men are not prisoners of fate, but only prisoners of their own minds. Only prisoners of our own minds. And that's a lot of what's what's up with this whole concept of time anxiety. So uh, this article was written by uh, Anne-Laure LeCunf, and uh, she says this, quote, I've always struggled with one thought, the kind of recurring thought that never really leaves you. It's too late. It's too late. Too late to publish a book. Too late to start a company. Too late to learn a new language. This is called time anxiety. The number of skills I haven't acquired in life and the opportunities I didn't take because of that very thought are frankly infuriating. It's only recently that I've managed to get over that thought. And while in my case, it's still a daily struggle, I wanted to share some of my strategies, end of quote. So this is interesting. Have you ever thought that? It's too late. It's too late. I want you to call this number, 888. It's not too late to call this number. 888-914-9149. Nine one four nine. It's never too late. Never too late to become a saint. Never too late uh, to do some of these things that maybe God is encouraging you to do. So this is sort of related to death anxiety. It's a different kind of anxiety. Death anxiety is all about running out of time. Because when your time's up, your time's up. But time anxiety 
is a little bit different. Time anxiety is the fear of wasting your time, the time that you do have. And it can become an obsession. Am I spending my time in the most meaningful way possible? Now, maybe that's not your struggle. I shared this article with a, with a very close friend of mine. And I asked this person, hey, does this resonate with you? And they said, you know what? I suffer from the opposite problem. Maybe not enough time anxiety. I, I procrastinate. I procrastinate all the time. So people who have time anxiety are thinking, man, I'm just not using my time to the full. And there, there's different types of time anxiety. Number one, what they call current time anxiety. And that's this feeling every day of being rushed. Ever feel that way? I do. It makes you feel overwhelmed. It makes you sort of feel panicky inside. Some people even have anxiety attacks because of this. It's this day-to-day -day stress that's brought on by this kind of time anxiety. So that's current time anxiety, what's going on in the day. But then there's also future time anxiety. And as you can imagine by its title, it's to do with thoughts about what might or might not happen in the future. And that, that is the, the, the root of a lot of people's worries, asking the what if questions, what if this happens, what if that happens, what if they say this, what if they say that, what if, what if, what if. And, and last week on the program, on the K.O. Clark Show, you're definitely going to want to check this out. John Hanready put an article about this on the website, on the Relevant Radio website. We did a, an episode called Soul Survivor. It was about the lone survivor of a plane crash. Very compelling story. And, and this woman who survived the crash said... She basically got by by living in the present moment. She couldn't worry about, oh, is it, uh, she, her plane crashed in the jungle. Everybody else died. Is a tiger going to eat me? Well, I'll worry about that when the tiger gets here. So living in the present moment, that's something we can apply to our Catholic life, the spirituality of the present moment. And the enemy does not want you to experience this. That's what the screw tape Letters is about. We talked about that. Because the present moment is the one that's most like eternity. It's you and God. And in eternity, there is no past, future. It's, it's all there for God. And, and so if we get too hung up in the past or in the future, it's not even here yet, we're going to miss what God is doing right now. So those are two types of time anxieties, current time anxiety and future time. But there's also existential time anxiety. And that's a sense of lost time, I guess in the general sense. Existential time is the sense of lost time that has slipped away in your life. It's never to return. And when people think about their death, they often think about this, this existential time anxiety. So how do you defeat this? Well, uh, in this article, they interviewed a guy named uh, Dr. Alex Lickerman, who um, wrote a book called The Undefeated Mind. How to Construct an Indestructible Self. And he says that time anxiety really comes from some of these questions. Am I creating the greatest amount of value with my life that I can? Will I feel, when it comes my time to die, that I spent too much of my time frivolously? Frivolously. Now, again, these guys are not coming from a spiritual perspective. They're not believing in any kind of you know, supernatural purpose to life. Now, for us, it does, because we, we do believe in God. We believe that he does have a purpose for our lives, for my life, for your life. And that has to do with a lot of different factors. He wants us to become saints. He wants us to help other people become saints. When, it, when you boil down the Catholic life, that's what it's all about. It's about holiness and apostolate, becoming a saint, helping others to do the same, introducing them to Jesus Christ. And so we've got to shape spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personalities, experiences. That, that spells shape. That's an acronym. You can always remember that. And we are shaped for significance, as one writer says. And so... This is something we really have to watch, though, this, this time anxiety. So how do we beat it? How do we beat time anxiety? Well, one of the things that the author says is try to shift your focus from outcomes to output. Very often we get tied up in the result, the outcome. Is the outcome what we want? We can't always control that, but we can control the process. We can control the output. You know, what are we doing? What can we actually control? So... There's a few different ways that we can, we can kind of work on that. Number one, ask yourself, what does time well spent mean to you? If you're thinking you have time anxiety, well, what does time well spent mean to you? What actually gives joy uh, in your life? Uh, obviously, time and prayer is going to be really important in your spiritual life for sure. But 
Here's kind of what I mean by this. Um, the author says, don't think about how happy it would make you to publish a book. The real question you have to ask is, do you really enjoy writing? That, that's We're talking about time well spent. We're talking again about the process. Don't think about publishing a book. Think about, do you actually enjoy writing? Don't think about how proud you'd be to run a marathon. Question whether you actually like running. <laughs> if you don't like running, you're probably not going to finish the marathon eventually. So what does that mean? What, do you, what brings you joy? What, not to steal a line from Marie Kondo, but what sparks joy, if you will? And then you got to make space for those moments. Okay, well, where are you going to incorporate these things into your life? If you love to write, when are you going to do that? Where are you going to do that? Maybe after the kids go to sleep. Maybe that's when the only time you'll have time to do that. Maybe, um, maybe spending time with your kids is the thing that really uh, you want to do. That's time well spent. Well, how are you going to make that happen? How are you going to make space for that, especially if you're a, a busy professional? It's the where, it's the when. Uh, and then they kind of quote this writer, uh, Maria Edgeworth, who said, if we take care of the moments, the years will take care of themselves. I love that. If we take care of the moments, the years will take care of themselves. And again, that's this idea of the spirituality of the present moment. If we can just string a whole bunch of, of these moments together, like pearls on a string on a necklace or, or like rosary beads, uh, we can string hopefully moment after moment after moment with God and really uh, use our time really, really well, investing it in eternity. And then the last thing we got to do is cut out time-consuming distractions. There are so many ways we can do that. Scrolling social, doom scrolling on social media mindlessly. How much time do we spend every day doing that? It's, it's a really sobering thing. Uh, I know they, they have this feature on iPhones and I'm sure they have it on Android devices as well. If you take a look at screen time and what apps you're spending the most time on, first of all, how much time are you spending on your phone, period? And then, man, I spent like 10 hours on Twitter. Not really, but I, some people probably do spend 10 hours scrolling Twitter or Facebook. And if that if that's contributing to your time anxiety, you should probably cut, cut that down a little bit and, and be maybe a better steward of your time, your content consumption patterns. Go for output, not necessarily input with your time. I remember speaking of these devices, I remember Steve Jobs, founder of Apple Computer, co-founder. When the first iPad came out, I don't know if you remember this, but he was so proud of it. And somebody who was like really big in the Apple community, I forget who, I think it was a journalist, said, you know what? The one criticism I have of this thing, it's really cool, but it's, it's more about consuming, not creating. And that really hurt Steve Jobs because... He created Apple computers and Apple devices because he wanted people to be creative and he wanted great work to get out into the world. And he's like, man, if this thing is only about consumption, mindless consumption, and not creating something for the world, I've got to change that. So he did. So he built in more features over time in the iPad to make it more of a content creation device, not just a content consumption device. <laughs> so what do you think about this? Have you ever struggled with this concept of time anxiety? Triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. I want you to give me a call. I want to talk to you about this. Mary in San Francisco, I see you there. Stay on the line. We'll get you right after this break. Got to take a quick, quick break right now on the Kale Clark Show, but we'll be right back. Again, that number to call, triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. Here's a miracle moment just for you. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Let's go to Steve in Minneapolis. Hi, Steve. Hi, Kale. How you doing? I'm pleased to tell you that uh, it was at the Easter Vigil that I, after a year of RCIA and a lot of soul searching, a lot of reading, a lot of listening to Kale Clark on the radio, I am now officially have come into the church. Oh, thank God. Praise God, Steve. That 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 is so amazing. Congratulations, and, and Kale. I mean. Uh, thank you. And, and honestly, your show in particular really answered a lot of questions. And you, you didn't even realize this, but you are slowly discipling me over the last year through different radio episodes where I'd have questions. I just needed to call you and tell you that God used you to bring me home. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today. 
Wow, that was such a humbling miracle moment. Wow, Steve from Minneapolis. Wow, that was an amazing phone call. And that just shows us what God can do through Relevant Radio. And we want you to be a part of it because you are a part of it. We can't do it without you, in fact. Go to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, and you can give in our Pledge Drive campaign, which is on for this week. It's called Give Hope. And for this hour only, dollars are matched one. 100%. We've got a few minutes left in the hour. We want to really, let's try to get a record hour. Let's try to raise uh, more than we ever have before for Relevant Radio during this Monday. 877-291-0123 is the number to call. If you can't get to the app, if you can't get to relevantradio.com, you can always call that number and a friendly voice will pick up the phone. 877-291-0123. I'm, I'm just blown away. <laughs> that was such a surprising <laughs> phone call. And you just never know the the impact that we're making. You never know whose lives are going to be touched, Timory, through Relevant Radio. Amen. 54 people have said their lives have been touched. They have supported the Kale Clark Show this hour. We've had Jared give for the first time, Kale, $1,440. That's a lot of money. And people wait and depend averagely on their tax returns to help give that boost. It's not something many people have laying around. So we are so grateful for every gift. Well, you know, fourteen forty, and that's double it. I don't know what that number is, but but that that's a lot. I was sick the day they taught math at school, but I'll <laughs> that's tell you, two thousand eight hundred eighty dollars uh, when wow. it's matched. Wow, that that is amazing. Thank you so much, Jared. Wow, it can only be Jared. Remember that commercial? All right, well, Jared, <laughs> it could only one. be you, man. That was amazing. <laughs> but, Anyways, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I might need a. Ooh, I don't know. I need I need some lemon or something or some lemon water. I got I got I don't I don't warm up my pipes like you do, Timory. Uh, during uh, during uh, we'll, you know, we'll do that. Maybe you could do that for the people later. That for pledge drive that's premium. Okay. Anyways, it's okay. okay. You are ousting uh, me right now. Eight seven seven two nine one. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. That's the number to call if you want to keep a life changing radio relevant radio on the air. We want to reach the world for Christ all over the place. We can do that. Uh, through our app, through our 200 radio stations that we have uh, in the United States, and also through the relevantradio.com website where we stream all of our programs. Call this number, 877-291-0123. And don't forget, limited amounts of these are left, but the Divine Mercy Blessings Pouch. It's really cool. You can check it out on the website and on the Relevant Radio app. It's got a quote from Sister Faustina on the back, the Relevant Radio logo, and the Divine Mercy image on the front. So many great uses for this, and it's a great way to evangelize and share the good word about Relevant Radio. 877-291-0123. Help us give hope on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Explaining the Catholic faith and how you can live it and share it, too. It's Kale Clark on Relevant Radio. Hey, welcome back to the program. The hour is just flying by. 888-914-9149 is the listener line to call in to talk to me for free. 888-914-9149. We just did a segment on time anxiety. Has that ever been something that you've dealt with? Let's go now to Mary in San Francisco. Hi, Mary. Enjoy your show. Thank you very much. And I, my mom is 97 and she's in a facility and and for so many times, you, you go and see her and you're thinking, oh, gosh, you know, if we only did this and if we only did this and if I have, have her over mm. here. And, we, and, you know, you do all this wasted time. And then and my mom is short-term memory, too. But she knows that feeling. When you go in to see her, you better be living that moment. You know what? You mm. cannot be thinking, what happens if I did this or what happens if I didn't do this? Because even though they can't speak right to us, um, we've given a gift. We've been given a gift with our parents. We've given a gift. My mother is so faithful that every day is a gift from God, you know? <clears throat> so yesterday, my son was playing music down in, you know, from about a half an hour away from my mom lives in San Francisco in a facility. And we can't get her in a van anymore. It only goes to a certain amount of time, you know, only goes a certain distance. And mm-hmm. she can't get in and out of my car anymore. And we're just, oh, what can we do? Well, Uber, I I hope I'm not giving out for them. But anyway, there's a new uh, app on there that they have Mm -hmm. uh, wheelchair accessible vehicles. We were able to bring my mom down there at a cost effective because we were, there was the only next thing was $185. And my son said, I'll pay for half. Anyway, we get down there. It's her 90th. It's her friend's 90th birthday. Mom's 97. 
And on our way right down there, I was telling mom, you know, going down, you know, you're this lady from a long time ago. They all came out from Ireland. They, they all got together. Mm-hmm. And she says five minutes before we get to there, she says to me, do we have anything for her? Now, her memory <laughs> of just being so kind and gracious mm. came out. I'm 63. I should have brought a gift. Well, anyway, we, the Uber driver was so kind. We stopped, bought flowers, got there. The main gift that that woman wanted, that 90-year-old woman, the main gift from my mother was the presence of all of us there in love. And mm, wow. it was so beautiful and was so moved. It was the most beautiful day I've had with my mom. And I just keep thinking, oh, God, what happens when mom's gone? When am I going to miss her? No, no, no. Everybody, live the moment, whoever you're with. And whatever happened yesterday or even five minutes ago, don't let it be a part of your moment that's going to take away from a cherished moment that you can have for 10 minutes oh. later, you know? So, and then I just sat with her last night, brought her back to the facility. I was so pleased with, and I helped her get ready. You know, you're wondering what they're going to do, how are they taking care of them? She's fine. I wa- waited there till I watched her peacefully fall asleep. And oh, I wow. just said to God, when I walked out, thank you. Thank you for that whole day, for that moment. Even the moment when I said goodnight to her, guys, we need to take, Every moment, even when you say goodnight to whoever you're sitting mm. with or being with. Um, thank you. Thank you, religion, you know, for you guys bringing that out and um, having us know. And my mother shared that, her faith with me. She walks the walk and talks the talk of that Bible. So she better, oh, wow. even though she can't walk the walk and talk the talk now, if you're around and somebody's taught you something good and you know something that you're supposed to be doing that mm. God wants you to do, do it in honor of our parents even. So. Oh. Anyway, thank you very much. Oh, Mary, God bless you. Well, a lot of wisdom there about just living in the present moment, especially with our loved ones. And, and here at Relevant Radio, we want to live each moment with you and each moment in the presence of God and, and share that love with, with the world. <laughs> uh, we always talk about being live and in the moment. And that's a, that was a powerful phone call in the moment, Mary, uh, talking about you and your mom and, and just, just appreciating those precious moments because every moment is unique once it's happened it's not coming back and so we've just got to really live those moments with god with our loved ones and that's what it's all about i especially love uh, your mom's friend saying hey what i really want is just everybody around me in love i love that that is so so beautiful all right let's go back to the phones right now let's go to paul in youngstown ohio hey paul hi kale i just wanted to uh, talk about this time anxiety, and I'm not sure if it's anxiety or not, but it seems like time passes more quickly the older a person mm, gets. Yeah. Uh, and I wondered why that is. If, it, they, if, if it's just facing their mortality uh, or they realize that they have less time to do things. Or... Yeah, that's a good, great question, Paul. I, I think I think that, uh, you know, when we we're kids, we, we were always sort of, you know, hurry up. You know, I want to I want to grow up quick so I can get my license or get some sort of freedom or whatever the case may be. But then when we get those things, we're like, man, I wish I could go back. And I don't know, maybe it's just because of the responsibilities that we have that fill our day, uh, those carefree times that we had when we were kids. We wish we could get them back. And that, to me, I think is what heaven is going to be largely about. I really do think it's going to be just this eternal moment where we will have all the time in the world, all the time in eternity to be with our loved ones, to have those conversations, to just be with each other in God's presence, be with God as well, of course. And uh, please, God, let's all get there. We're going to try to do that together on Relevant Radio. This is the Kale Clark Show. Hang with me. Timory's going to join me in just a second. Kale Clark here. Timory is going to join me in just a moment, and I can't wait to have that conversation with her. And I want you to call this number right now. There'll be somebody who wants to have a conversation with you, and you're going to want to have a conversation with them because it's going to be all about how you can give to help Relevant Radio fulfill its mission of bringing Christ to the world through the media. It's what it's all about. It's what we're here for. It's why we do what we do to bring Christ to the world and make them better known Better loved. 877-291-0123. It's the home stretch, the final push. We only have a few minutes left, less than five minutes left in this program. And we want to tell you that you only have less than five minutes to get that dollar for dollar match. It's a partnership challenge hour. 
a very generous donor has agreed to match everything that's given during these next few minutes. No matter how big, no matter how small, some of you out there might be able to make a larger gift, $5,000, $10,000 even, and say, hey, that, that can become twenty because it's matched, and that can do a lot of good in reaching souls. You can also go to the Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com. And Timory, what's going on? Who's calling in? 64 people have given this hour. If we have six more people step up in the next couple of minutes, we can hit 70 gifts this hour. So if you want to donate, the number is 1-877-291-0123. We're waiting to hear from you right now. Six people. I'll let you know who you are. We should give you a shout out your name as they come in. In fact, I'd like to give a shout out, Kale, to Howard in Philadelphia. He gave $10. He supporting Relevant Radio. Thank you, Howard. Yes, and Terry in Kansas gave $374, first-time gift as well. Thank you so much, Terry. Terry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and it's so great, too. And and for a lot of people, they say, well, you know, I I can't can't give uh, that much. But but if it's a sacrificial gift, I'm telling you what, uh, God uh, knows that. And he he loves a cheerful giver, and he knows the sacrifice that you're making uh, to help us. And we we don't take that for granted. We, We all work very, very hard. Uh, to make sure that those dollars are used wisely and used well to expand our reach. We're ever expanding uh, here with Relevant Radio. And again, it's all about the intent. And if you can't afford to give, we understand that because times are tough for a lot of people for sure. We just ask for your prayer, and we will pray for you as well. Uh, 877-291-0123, the Relevant Radio app and Relevant Radio dot com. Yeah, it's such a, a beautiful experience to be a part of this. And I am always amazed, Timory, at the generosity of our listeners. They always come through for us time and time and time again. And if you come in at that $20 a month level, again, we do have a limited number of these, but it's only yes. for today. So if you want to get that Divine Mercy pouch, which is really neat, you can, one suggestion is to hang it on. If you have a, if you have an infant, and Timory, you're, you're a mom of two young kids, to hang it on that crib. And just invoke the divine mercy of God over your child, uh, your child's nightstand, or, or there's so many things you can, <laughs> can do with be, this. What are they have the, those mobiles? We're going to start hanging divine mercy images for the babies <laughs> to whack it. at now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it absolutely. So they can see Jesus uh, all the time, even from a, a very, very young age. Eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three relevantradio.com and the relevant radio app. And, and I alluded to this earlier, Timory, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me because usually what you do, just to give people a little inside baseball, you're kind <laughs> of like producers an... producers ratted me out here. Oh, I didn't tell yeah, you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to get a recording of this somewhere. I mean, this could be a pledge drive premium, but apparently like an opera singer, you warm up the pipes before your show, which is coming up in a couple minutes, and you do all these weird noises and stuff. That's what I hear. I do, I do, but I'm not going to do it on air. I mean, no matter how hard you try, even my family, my family has recorded some of the songs before and have played it back to me over the years. It's quite embarrassing. I have an African tribal dance song that I sing. Oh, wow. I have, yep. Uh, okay, uh, well, let, let me ask you this, Timory. If someone gives $10,000 in the next minute, will you do it? Will you do it? <laughs> I'll think about All it. All right, let's let's make, let's make her think about it. 877-291-0123. That's the number to call. Join the joy. Join the family. And please help us to give hope this spring. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. You can check out all the Pledge Drive premiums if you come in at different giving levels. There's something for everyone, and we appreciate everyone. Uh, Anything that you can give uh, really, really does help us to move the ball forward down the field and and to move this mission forward of bringing Christ to the world through the media. 877-291-0123, RelevantRadio.com, and the Relevant Radio app. And Hey, stay tuned. I know she's warming up her pipes right now. Timory's coming up in just a moment right here on Relevant Radio. (laughs) 